With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are live coast to coast, border to border on iHeartRadio today and also 200 plus radio stations across the country and around the world. And we have got a great guest here on our live program. Before we get to our guest, we want to introduce, of course, our regular panelists today, the fantastic Don Mazzella from SB Digest, and uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that everybody on the internet uh, loves to make comments about, IQ Al Rizzoli. Uh, Can you hear me? Yes, we've got you, IQ. <laughs> and uh, we have got with us today a fantastic guest. She is a legal mind like no other. She is a best-selling author of Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. And uh, she's also a snappy dresser as well. Christina Bob is with us. Christina, welcome to the big program. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. I am so looking forward to this. So your book... Uh, stealing your vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. Tell me a little bit about this incredible book. Uh, yeah, so it actually started, it was my notes. Uh, you know, I was a, an investigative journalist covering the 2020 election, and I, I was doing so many interviews. I probably did well over 100, probably a few hundred, and definitely several hundreds of interviews of Folks, I spent months on the ground in Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, you know, all of the contested states, and just tried to figure out what happened. I was interviewing volunteers. I was interviewing uh, people who were witnesses. I was interviewing a lot of uh, elected officials, county clerks, uh, county employees, just trying to figure out, you know, what did you see? What happened? What went down? Like, what was it like, you know, here on the ground? And as a reporter, you know, you get seven minutes or whatever to do your report. And I had, I spent hours and hours and hours interviewing these people. So I was just writing it all down to make sure that I remembered it. And I, I joke that I accidentally wrote a book doing that because I just kept all of the conversations and everything people were telling me. And then by the time I got through, you know, my sixth or seventh state, I was like, oh, look at that. I wrote a book. So uh, we, we put it together and, um, put, you know, reformatted it. So it wasn't truly just my notes. And, uh, I hope that the reader discovers the information the same way that I do, that they feel like they understand what actually happened in 2020 better for the purpose of getting involved to secure 2024. That's awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on the old Skip Skype. Yes, the Skyper Rooney. The fantastic Christina Bob is with us today. She is the author of Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election. And uh, Don Mazzella, how are you, sir? <laughs> Can you hear me at all? Don cannot hear me. I don't know what is going on. Let's do this. Let's hang up Don, and then we'll call him back. Um, Christina, one, one of the things, uh, I guess I'll go to IQ. Um, 
we we have a uh i guess he's kind of our our co-host each and every week iq alrizoli iq is originally from the middle east he lives in europe and he is the biggest donald trump fan that you've ever ever met and when i he always gets a hold of me every day before we start the show and he says who do we have today and i said we have christina bob and he goes, oh, my God, I have to talk to her. This will be fireworks. So IQ. Oh, thank you. That's oh, great. Gee, you just want pretty women on your show. <laughs> so IQ, what kind of question do you have for President Donald J. Trump's attorney? Well, what she has written must be really, really interesting. I shall order it because I can't <laughs> see any reason why anybody should doubt her. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, there you go. That that then. <laughs> hey, you'll, you'll you'll take that endorsement. Uh, I will absolutely take that endorsement. <laughs> and to be fair, just kind of to piggyback off of that, I leave open. Like I acknowledge where I don't know certain aspects, and I leave it open to the reader to make up their own mind. I am very transparent in the fact I am a Trump supporter. I believe Donald Trump won the 2020 election. I think he's one of the greatest presidents, if not the greatest president in the history of our country. And I'm unabashedly open about that. At the same time, I, I don't ever want to force that conclusion on the reader. So I do leave it open uh, and say, you know, this is the information that I have. I like to kind of pretend, not pretend, but give the example of a puzzle. You know, if you have a hundred piece puzzle and you have 85 of the pieces, so you have, you have pieces missing, you can still see the picture you know you know what it's that's a picture awesome. of and and i feel like that's what this book is there are pieces missing and i acknowledge that but you can see what the picture is that's do you think it's unfair uh, the way he was treated with his uh, uh confidential papers and the way the president's being treated absolutely i think it's blatantly obvious that they are there's two tiers there's two different justice systems depending if you're donald trump or if you're everybody else uh so yeah i i do i i don't like it i'm curious to see what they're gonna do because i do think they were using this scenario to try to criminalize something that's not actually illegal behavior uh it's perfectly lawful for president trump to have everything that he had whether it was classified or not and if you even want to get into that discussion, he was the president and it was his decision alone if he wanted to declassify something. So there's no criminality there, but they were working very hard to try to make him look like a criminal. And then the wheels kind of fell off when Joe Biden had it. And then now Mike Pence was like, oh, yeah, I had some, too. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to try to do. It's very obvious, I think, to everybody who is an intellectually honest that they're trying to figure out a way to stop him he is their biggest threat and yes. they want to they want him out of the race so what do you think is going to happen in georgia i don't know i th i don't know we'll see what that attorney general does i i don't know how much of what she's doing is posturing and to some extent i i think they're nervous they they can talk a big game but the problem that they have is every time they do something radical like raid mar-a-lago <laughs> his popularity skyrockets it go it, it goes up and so they it's a calculated risk if they actually do try to do something they run the risk of it boomeranging and he become the 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 nominee right there you know so 
I don't know in, what they're going to do. In today's New York Times, that great paper. Right, which is so, <laughs> so oh, honest. Yeah. I'm sorry? I, I'm, yes, the, the paper that is so honest and integrous, and I, I love getting news well, from them. That's for another <laughs> the time. But they're saying that the Republican National Committee is pulling away from uh, um, President Trump. What do you say to that? I don't think that's accurate. Uh, I have had the, the benefit, actually, of working with several of the the members, of, not members, but the senior staffers at the RNC. I've got a great relationship with the ones that I work with. I don't think it's any secret that there are people within the Republican Party who don't want Donald Trump running and you know don't want him in office. But I don't get the sense that that's truly from the senior leadership. Um, you know, I, I don't know. No matter what happens, I think they're going to be stuck with Donald Trump because he's running. He's going to win. And if they don't want to completely lose their entire base, they are going to, to have to work with him. So I hope they work with us. So far, it appears that they've been working with us collegially and willfully. But I, I think they they are in a position where whether they want to or not, they have to work with us. That's awesome. well, what do you think about people who say President Trump should go home? I think they're wrong. I think they're wrong, and I don't think they understand what's happening in the world today. Well, there's well, how are they wrong? Yeah, they're they're wrong because President Trump is clearly trying to take down this establishment, this globalist establishment that is trying to completely destroyed the United States of America. I mean, for those that watched the World Economic Forum, you know, <laughs> a week or, or two oh. weeks ago, openly, yes. their mantra, with unabashedly, like, they, they weren't even shy about it. They were publicly putting forward that by 2030, you will own nothing and be happy. They well, are they, trying... They've been saying that for years. Yeah, right. Openly, without any sense of shame. I mean, that's their goal, by 2030. So my point with that is the only way they can do that is if they completely destroy America, because America stands for freedom. America, we will always fight back. We will always defend and protect freedoms because we are we, we value our freedoms as America. When, when someone asks you, you know, what's so great about being an American? We're free. We're we're free people. Or at least at least we were, you know, at some point. But um I think my camera's slipping. If it, if no, it no, 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 no. You're good. You're, 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 you're still here, my friend. Okay. You're, just, you're still here in all, on all your glory, as, as they if say. If it ends up looking at my ceiling, I'll, I'll, I'll jump up and go no, change it. No, you're, so. you're good. Okay. You're good. Let but me now, ask you this question. Go, go ahead. What Don. do you think, uh, think President Trump would have done if he was president when if uh, Putin had in, uh, invaded the Ukraine? Putin would never would have invaded the Ukraine. That's why he didn't. He invaded the Ukraine under Barack Obama and Joe Biden. He didn't invade the Ukraine for four years under Donald Trump because he was scared of Donald Trump and he knew that Donald Trump would stand for freedom. And then Donald Trump's out of office, Joe Biden's back in office, he invades Ukraine again. The crazy world leaders who want tyranny, who want to invade these nations and who want to uh, take from other countries to try to consolidate power within themselves, they're all terrified of Donald Trump because they know that he will do what's necessary in order to keep freedom. So um, I, that, I fully believe that Putin did not invade Ukraine during Trump because he knew that Donald Trump would retaliate. Well, uh, what do you say to, the, uh, to people who argue that uh, President Trump is, will uh, 
divide so divide the Republican Party and and the nation that the the Democratic candidate will win. I don't think that's true. I think that's the exact opposite of the truth. I mean, the Republican Party was asleep for a long time. Yes. And they became the party of cowards. I think Donald Trump is actually the great uniter. The the idea that Donald Trump divided people has never been true. The media made it look true because they were divided. They were coming against Donald Trump and they were like, look it, he's dividing everybody. I have the benefit, and maybe this taints me, but I have the benefit of going to all of the Trump rallies and seeing the tens of thousands of people who love this country, they love freedom, they love patriotism, and they come from all walks of life. You can find every nationality at a Trump rally, and they're happy, healthy, fun-loving, proud Americans. I mean, nothing is more united than a Trump rally. And so this idea that he divides people, what he divides is he divides the globalists. He pushes the globalists away. But his policy, look at his policies. Look at what he did for America. I mean, I'll get united behind that. We've got Christina Bob with us today. She is absolutely amazing. She's the author of Stealing Your Boat, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. And of course, uh, Christina has a fantastic legal career. She began her legal career in the United States Marine Corps, serving as a defense counsel, representing Marines and sailors in court martial and administrative separation hearings. Uh, talk to us a little bit about how you put this book together once you got everything sort mm-hmm. of written and put together. Uh, how did you piece this thing together? So I just wrote it as it was happening. Uh, and it, it was kind of funny because I turned it into my editor and she reads through it and she's like, OK, so we have to put this chapter here. And, this, you know, she kind of did like a, a new shuffle the deck of the order of the chapters and I was like, what, you know, why are you doing that? I wrote it in chronological order. And she's like, right, but it doesn't make sense in chronological order. You have to <laughs> let the reader, the reader wants to know what happened in Wisconsin and finish Wisconsin, you know, like don't go back and forth. So she, she figured out the order in a way that made sense to her, which was important to me because she wasn't on the ground with me. You know, she didn't know it firsthand. So I figured if, if it made sense to her, then it would make sense to the reader. So uh, I was very fortunate to have a wonderful editor and agent and then a great uh, publishing team at Skyhorse who uh, helped me, you know, make it make sense to people who weren't there. And it actually didn't take that long. Like once I had finished everything, you know, we kind of packaged it up and it was pretty much ready to go. That's awesome. So IQ, I'm going to go back to you. Uh, any more questions for Christina about the book or? Well, let me just remind you, whatever you have been saying, Christina, I've been saying it for the last 10 years. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, it's true. Of course, it's obvious. The trouble yeah. is you've got 40 percent of Americans are brain dead. <laughs> I th- then, hopefully that number is decreasing. I, I agree with no, you. No, 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 no. 40 percent are still supporting Biden. They have okay. to be brain dead. Okay, that's fair. IQ doesn't pull any punches, Christina. (laughs) No, no, honestly, simply because as an outsider, I have a better view of America than Americans in America, obviously. Okay. And the, the, the most important thing is you have no justice system. Right. You have a corrupt system. We do. Ask James how many times I've been saying it. Again, for 10 years I've been saying it, which is a tragedy. You are exceptional because of your constitution. That's what makes you exceptional. That's no right. other nation on earth has a constitution. 
they have law, but they don't have constitution. That's right. I love hearing I, you say that. I think you're exactly yeah, right. And I, am, I love the constitution. This is the whole beauty of the system. Yeah. This is what made America what America is. And America is so racist that they elected a black Muslim <laughs> twice. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Tell Donald Trump, IQ would love to talk to him. I will do that. I will let I him know. I to you, I would love to talk to him. So, Christina, tell us Thank a little you. little bit about the uh, the cover of the book. Yeah, so the cover of the book, I was so grateful um, to well, Show it up. Have, do you have it with you? No, uh, I don't have it. It's I don't in the other room, and me, I'm, I'm tethered. I should... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a photo of it up so people okay, can, awesome. can see it that are watching us on video. But uh, th- 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 this is an incredible cover. Did you design this or was this? I I was so grateful to have a great uh, designer working with my agent as well. The cover was very, very important to me. I probably annoyed my publisher. I mean, they would say no, but I was very picky about what I wanted because I wanted it to tell the story in a picture. And um the the graphic designer nailed it. It took us a couple rounds to kind of figure it out, but she was the one that came up with the idea of pulling, you know, pulling the lever back to reveal the the blue e instead of the red e, which I loved. I thought it was great, and we played with the fonts a little bit, but I, I, it was a fun process, and I'm just so grateful for the way the cover turned out. That's awesome. We have got Christina Bob with us today. She has got an incredible book here. It's called Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election, what it means for 2024. And uh, you got Steve Bannon to write an introduction. Talk to us about the process of getting that done. Oh, he is incredible. I mean, I, I am so, so, so grateful for Steve for doing this. Uh, the publisher actually is good friends with him and just reached out to him. Steve and I, obviously, you know, I'm on his show a lot. Yeah. And I got to know him well after the 2020 election. But the, the publisher actually was the first one to reach out to him and then called me and was like, hey, I talked to Steve Bannon and he's interested. We asked for a forward and uh, he wanted a copy of the book to read it, you know, make sure he agreed with it and everything. And then he came back and said, I don't want to do a forward. I want to do an introduction. And I was just beyond thrilled. So uh, he actually wrote, you know, the first part of the book. Um, but he, he's just such a patriot. He's such a patriot and a warrior and willing to help anybody who's helping the cause. And I'm so grateful that he participated in this project with me. So, Don, I'm going to go back to you. Uh, well, I didn't know you would. Okay. <laughs> what, 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 what kind of other, uh, you know, one of the things, Christina, that, that, that we do here that Don is, is really good about is that he loves to play devil's advocate. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not so much devil as, uh, I, I, I think I'm the only sane person in this, <laughs> honest. Uh, uh, but I guess Christina, um, uh, I don't subscribe. Uh, I agree that uh, there was a lot of chic- chicanery in the okay. uh, last election. And it was also in the uh, the congressional election. Um, I, I I guess I'm not as uh, fervent uh, of believing that the election so much as stolen as uh, missed. But, what do you mean uh, missed? Well, in my view, the Republicans didn't do enough okay. to uh, to ward off. Of the Democratic challenge, um, okay. there's no question in my mind that the Democrats pulled a lot of stuff, both in in, in uh, uh, twenty and in twenty two. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, um, there's no question they're going to try it again in 24. Um, but how do do Republicans and the um, people, even independents, guard against uh, uh, events repeating themselves in 24? Yeah. It all comes down to getting involved. I mean, we, to your point, actually, we're agreeing on this. It comes down to people getting involved. We can't uh, mind our own business and then complain at the TV when we see something we don't like. We have yeah. to actually participate. A lot of people have been trying to have top-down approaches to cleaning up the election, whether it's congressional legislation or you know whatever, or even working with state legislators. That has been somewhat successful to varying degrees in different states, but. Uh, it's painfully apparent, especially after the 22 election, that we just have to secure every single precinct. As long as every single precinct and the counting from every single precinct is secure, you know, the nation will be secure. But in order to do that, we've got to mobilize everybody in every precinct, which, as you know, is millions of people, uh, to to get involved and take an interest in their, lo their local election. I like to say that the advantage that the Democrats have, and you might not agree with me on the fact that I, I do believe they have created a system to rig and pull levers to varying degrees, depending on what they need in order to manipulate the outcome of the election. Um, whether you agree with that or not, I think you'd probably agree that they're much more organized. We can at least start with that. They're much more organized and they have a system in place to handle the election. They, that's their advantage. Our advantage is that we vastly outnumber them. And by we, I mean good Americans who want honest, clean, and transparent elections and who want to make sure that Americans get to elect their own leaders. And I would go so far as to say, uh, also, America first, we don't want to see America crumble into oblivion. Uh, those are the folks that need to show up. The only way we can take advantage of our advantage, our bigger numbers, is to use our bigger numbers, meaning we need everybody involved. Well, you know, yes. the, the, you use the word good, and, you know, good and bad. There are good Democrats on the other side. Uh, 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 not as, running for office, there's not. There's um, not. The, the Democrat well, Party has completely been taken over by this Marxist, woke, uh, liberal agenda. I do believe that there are good Americans who subscribe to the Democrat Party, but their party is is lying to them and their party is selling them out. I invite them over to the Republican Party or become... An independent, you know, but there name name a liberal Democrat who voted against giving money to Ukraine, who voted against, uh, you know, this open border stuff or, or who has been championing closing our border, who has been championing trying to drop the inflation. Not only have they not been championing it, they have been doing this forced goose march to the drum of whatever Biden is beating and they are sinking our country. Even if they don't agree with it, they're doing it because that's how united the Democrat Party is. They are very united. I give them credit for that. Well, then that brings me to my other question. I, I found out earlier this week that part of the standoff in the House was because uh, President Trump meddled uh, in, in the House speakership uh, uh, fight and that, in fact, uh, he exasperated some of the problems. What do you I, say I don't to think, that? I don't think that's true at all. And I mean, you would have to give me specific examples. Well, but very, very specific. He he was asked to uh, uh, support uh, Speaker McCarthy, and he was very wishy-washy. No, he was not. He absolutely was not. He yeah, publicly, and you can he, publicly yes, but I've been told 
that uh, 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 in the background he secretly gave support to the dissipants. Uh, well, I think this has had a very good point. And I think Matt Gates, I applaud Matt Gates and Lauren Boeber and Chip Roy and all of those that stood up. They they did a fantastic job and got the rules changed to make it uh, make it better for their constituents. And that is how government is supposed to work. Everyone has this idea that, oh, Congress is supposed to just come in and agree and everyone uh, side, everyone be a team player and just pick whatever they want, you know, whatever they're told to pick by Kevin McCarthy and say, yes, we're going to support Kevin McCarthy. That was never the way our Congress was designed. Our Congress was designed to be contentious. And I loved watching it because it played out in a way that benefited the American people. For the first time, probably in my adult life, I watched Congress and I said, they are actually working to support their constituents. And they did it and they got the end result. So if President Trump uh, you know, and I don't know, but even if he did say, well, you know, Matt Gates has a point, Matt Gates did have a point. He had a very good point. So I, I think the end result was the best possible result for the American people, and I applaud them all. And I will even give credit to Kevin McCarthy. I'm not the biggest Kevin McCarthy fan, but he has upheld his end of the bargain. He allowed the dissidents, as you called them, to be on committees. You know, he didn't hold grudges against them. He actually was a good a good leader in that regard. So everybody in every aspect I think did a great job and I don't I don't mind the tension. Okay. That is awesome. Well, uh Christina, <laughs> before we let you go, uh what is next for you as an author? For me as an author? Is that what Yes, you yes. Do oh gosh, there's more, no shortage Any more material? books, any 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 anything more coming out of you? Uh, not at the I don't have anything formally planned at the moment, but I'm sure there will be shortly. I mean, I, like I said, I, I take notes on everything. I have that investigative, uh, journalistic gene left in me. And, uh, you know, I have plenty of material having been in Trump world for less than a year now. <laughs> I have enough for several books, but, uh. Probably at some point, yes, there will be something. That's awesome. Well, we have got a great guest with us today. Christina Bob is with us, the author of Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 24. She is an investigative reporter, attorney. She is also a former television show host and correspondent, and uh, she is amazing. You're such a great speaker, by the way. There are so many oh, people you. that write books that we have on this show that they can't really sell their book. But they can write a hell of a book. <laughs> so you can do both, which I think is fantastic. Well, thank you. This has been fun. Thank Chris you very much. I appreciate that. Christina, I look forward to chatting with you again. Before we let you go, how do people get the book and get in touch with you online yep. and everywhere else? Yeah, it's available on Amazon, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Christina underscore Bob, or Truth or Getter at Christina Bob. Fantastic. Well, Christina, you are such a good sport. Thanks for coming in here and uh, and having some fun with Don and me and the great IQ Rizzoli. And uh, the book is amazing. I look forward to chatting with you more down the road. And uh, appreciate the time, my friend. Thanks for making some time for us. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Really appreciate it. There she goes. That is Christina Bob, the fantastic Christina Bob, she joins us today here on our big, big program. Go out and pick up her book, Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. It's available on Sky Horse Publishing. And uh, so in this segment, uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the different things that are going on 
Let's start with IQ. IQ, what is the most important thing that everybody should be talking about, especially on this show today? Iran. Okay. I figured you were going to go with something else, but let's let, let, let's go there. Your your take, and uh, then then we'll let Don jump in there. And uh... well, it's not a, it's not really a take. It's it's a fact of life. The European Union just turned cowardly and are not going to declare the the guards for the the mullahs as a terrorist organization. This is abject failure. They are, they are scared. And when you are scared and you show to the enemy you are scared, that's it, you're finished. This is why I always said only Trump. He stands, all he has to do is stand up and nobody will move. Nobody will move. Not Russia, not China, not Iran. Donald, what do you think? Can't hear you. Don, are you still with us? Can you hear us, my friend? Uh-oh. No, we can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> we can't hear you, Don. Well, oh, now you There we are. There we are. He muted himself. Oh. That's awesome. You know, those those, those headsets, those hear, headsets are fun. Like you said. What did he say? Uh, Iran. Uh, is yes. the most important thing that we need to be talking about. And why, IQ? Because they are leading to war, for God's sake. All you have to do is watch <laughs> what's God's happening. Sake. Come on. Who, who, who are they going to fight with? Are you serious? <laughs> are you serious? This New York Times reading is affecting your brain. I'm telling you now. <laughs> that is awesome. It's a toilet paper. <laughs> I'm glad everybody's laughing because I'm. I sure like to laugh with you. So, so Don. Um, okay, okay we, what we, do you think? Should we should what, talk what, about? What, what, what do you think is you. is the big issue? Well, there's two. Okay. There's what, what's Russia going to do next? And what uh, uh, what the Republicans in the House do? For the next 30 days. Those are the two biggest issues, to my way of thinking. I think the Republicans are going to do a bunch of nonsense. That's <laughs> what I think is going to happen. Uh, unfortunately, I think you're right. I, I That whole I really thing where they right. removed... Where they removed the Democrats from their committees. And I'm like, guys, what do we do? <laughs> Well, well, getting rid of Shift was the best thing. That man makes me puke every time I see him. Um, and, and, and I would tell him that to his face if I ever met him, because uh, uh, he's a disgrace to his office. And I really feel that way. But uh, I want to get back to IQ because I respect his. Are you saying that Iran will go to war, IQ? No, no, no. Iran is not. Iran is already at war. They have been attacking American assets in Iraq and in oh. Saudi Arabia. Okay? Mm -hmm. So we are going... Now Netanyahu is in power in Israel. The probability of war, preemptive war, by Israel is now 90%. Agreed. 
But but what do you think about the the riots and the unrest within Iran? Do you think they can suppress it? I mean, uh, hanging yeah, people for pro protesting it. As, uh, as, correct, you, but they are, they are suppressing it. You've got to remember, these are civilians who are unarmed, facing the most destructive organization in the Middle East. In 2019, they slaughtered 1,500 people. Already they slaughtered 500, and they have 10,000 in prison. So let's not, let's not be politically correct. I'm sick and tired of political correctness. Call a spade a spade. That's it. But, but I, I, IQ, do you think that the, the uh, Iranian people might at some point um, revolt against uh, this barbarism? They are revolting. The tragedy is you have a piece of shit of a president who is not supporting them. Why we do me a favor. Let's <laughs> not pull, uh, look, they need support. Ukraine already 60, $60 billion dollars. And they are giving them all the armaments in the world. What are they giving to the Iranian people? Zero, nothing. Mm. Not even moral support. Shame no. on you. Well, do you believe, as uh, some people argue, that uh, um, Russia and China have something on uh, President Biden? Who gives it them? It's a piece of garbage, no matter what. What they have or they don't have it, it's irrelevant. Look what he's done into America, for God's sake. You are not a republic anymore. You are a sewer place. Anybody mm -hmm. goes into America today. And by the way, uh, Biden wants to give them the right to vote. Can you believe that? But they're doing it. And nobody in America is saying anything. Well, certainly not the media. You're absolutely right. Thank you. No, you, you you haven't been wrong so far, IQ. <laughs> I love you because you tell the truth. <laughs> about you, yeah. No, I, no, not about quite... me. But I mean, you really, you say it the way you believe it. Whether you're wrong or not is irrelevant. But you say it the way you believe it. But but uh, I I do believe we're, we're worried, and uh, I don't know about you, but have you been watching uh, um, the YouTube about the what these uh, these these hearings on uh, some of these. Uh, uh, nominees and some of the things that have been going on, uh, particularly in the House. It's very, if you watch it, it's very illuminating. The Republicans have been able to surface a lot. Hasn't resulted in anything, but they've surfaced a lot. I've, it's re it's really interesting, and I've really gotten a great deal of respect for Senator Kennedy in of Connecticut of uh, Mississippi. He's done a heck of a job. Uh, but um, uh, what I'd like to talk about, IQ um, and uh, uh, Jiggy, is uh, Biden's laptop. Have you read the book? No. The, uh, by the Fox uh, reporter? No, but I've heard about it. You really should read it, Jiggy, because it is absolute. If you read it, after you read it, if you can believe, you couldn't believe anything that uh, either... Um, uh, anybody associated with that um, could uh, could believe that this man, this guy, is, uh, is not a um, a crook, and the and the big guy, 
is a bigger crook. Uh, you know, it's really interesting. Uh, and I feel it's interesting that the the media has not uh, actively gone after. <clears throat> if this if this were Trump, they'd be on it twenty four seven. But it, yeah, but they're not, they're not. It's it's amazing. Uh, I just finished reading the book. I just finished reading the book, and I was just amazed by what she has in this book. And, and you know. It, uh, you really should get her on the program because uh, uh, she just told one-tenth of what she said in the book. You'd say, how can it exist? Uh, you'd say IQ is absolutely right. But, uh, uh, Jiggy, I'll ask you the question. Trump or DeSantis, who would you choose? Well, I, I, I'm afraid that if they get on a debate stage... DeSantis is going to get his ass handed to him <laughs> because he didn't do well in his debate with his Democratic opponent. And that guy was treating him with kid gloves. I think Trump would verbally murder this guy on a debate stage. As far as the corporate Republicans and the New World Order types and the, you know, all these folks, they want DeSantis. And the, the Republican base still likes Trump. And oh, that's the question I asked. I, I would go with Trump personally because okay. I think, you know, even though it would be four years of absolute insanity, it would be like watching a car wreck because he would try all sorts of crazy things. <laughs> he would try to arrest all sorts of people that were not that are not but, but, able to be but, arrested. But Jiggy, it would be fun. Could, but Jiggy, can America afford? Four years. Well, no, and I and I think DeSantis would be exactly like uh, Biden is now. I think you know Biden's a good little boy, and he takes orders. And I think DeSantis is a good little boy, and he would take orders too. Only oh. with Biden, he takes his orders from the uh, the New World Obama. Order types and Obama, and then DeSantis would take his orders from the corporate Democrat or corporate Republicans who just want tax cuts. <laughs> and you know it, it it it's it's not gonna work either way because if you have DeSantis it's it, it's just like with Biden the car just is kept on the road if it's Trump he's gonna like try to have Hillary arrested and then he'll possibly get suicided there'll be all sorts of crazy things that'll happen <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, honestly, if it's if if it comes down to like a vote between Trump on the Trump on the ticket, I autom I always think of what you say, Don, where that's going to bring all sorts of people out, and they're going to try to just, oh my God, Donald Trump's going to win, and then they would all vote against him. But let me ask so. you this question. Yes, uh, Jiggy, what's up? Um, 
Well, do you see America um, positively or negatively over the next uh, two years? I think it'll be just like Biden said when he uh, when he spoke to all the uh, the uh, corporate people and all the donors right before he uh, was given the nomination. He's going to say nothing fundamentally will change, and I and and I think that things will just stay the way they are right now. Nothing, nothing's going to change, and it's all just you know you're still going to have all the inflation and all this stuff, but. I, I think Biden will just keep the car on the road, which will motivate the Republicans and will motivate everybody to, you know, go run with whoever. You know, I've, I've said it. I've said it several times. You know, they have uh, up until, you know, this last election, they had a Democrat, Democrats in both chambers of government why not just let trump have his four years because it's like he wouldn't have gotten anything done anyway <laughs> well, let's talk about a pleasant subject how was your uh, convention oh the trip was amazing uh i uh i learned um for the first time that uh apparently uh, the the poorest casino in Vegas not only hosted the Adult Video News Expo, but they also hosted the Consumer Electronics Show. Both of them were in the same casino. And I'll tell you, that casino floor, there are more people on this call right now than were on the casino floor at this casino. <laughs> it was... It was insane. One of the things that happened, which is, it's just people trying to make money, is the very first day, Wednesday, uh, was it was free parking, and then Thursday it went up. It became, I think, fifteen bucks, and then Friday it was twenty bucks. <laughs> then Saturday it was twenty five bucks, and on Sunday it went back to free parking. <laughs> And it was it, it it was it was an interesting convention. We got a hell of a lot of footage. I had so much footage that it literally took me it literally took me up until last week, last Friday, to get everything edited. I literally had so we had so much footage that I literally ran out of juice on uh, two phones, a camera. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, me and Big Will basically covered as much ground as humanly possible, and uh, there was all sorts of all sorts of interesting folks that we ran into. Um, I ran into IQ's uh, favorite uh, favorite adult film star, Sarah Arabic, the Arabian slave girl. Uh, <laughs> I I I've, I've run into we ran into all sorts of different people. Well, let me ask you this question, Jiggy. Where are they distributing? Are they distributing on, uh, before, you know, it went from video, uh, VHS uh, and DVDs and all that. But now, are they just doing it online? Now they do this stuff on these, uh, what they call, what they refer to as clip sites. 
So, like, they have this thing called Manny Vids. They have, of course, obviously Pornhub and RedTube and all these places. But it's primarily online video stuff. And, and one of the things about this, which is so interesting and maybe not so interesting, is the actual porn people are being overtaken by the content creators, these OnlyFans people, the webcam girls, and all these things. So, and then of course, I, I uh, Big Will, when we were out there at the convention, he was trying to get interviews with all sorts of people, and he was going from place to place to place. And he went over to this booth where the fantastic Stormy Daniels was there, wow. and that. I, he, he was like, Stormy's over there. And I said, good luck. <laughs> like, good luck. And she avoided and avoided and avoided. So we did what we usually do, which is we interview every single person that is in the booth space with her. And we have a hell of a time. And sometimes uh, in in other instances... A lot of people who, someone who won't do an interview after they see that stuff, they're like, oh, I'll do one. Uh, not Stormy. She was like, yep, not going to do an interview. Why won't, you, why won't you do an interview with you? She don't do interviews with anybody. She don't talk to nobody out there. She takes, she'll take photos. She'll do autographs. She'll do all that stuff. But she doesn't do interviews. And two years ago, uh, I believe it was the, well, it was the last one before the worldwide pandemic, um, the 2021, she had a book out. And what she was doing was she was autographing books and selling books. And she was at a booth and there were uh, several people who were trying to get interviews with her. And I had mentioned something to the guy that ran the booth. I said, hey, you know, can we can we get something with her? And he goes, oh, yeah, sure. I'll talk to her, blah, 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 blah. So he mentioned something to her. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, have him hang around. So I'm like, okay, we're going to get Stormy Daniels. This is amazing. And at the time, I had my um, green suit with Santas on it. <laughs> So it was the most ridiculous thing you'd, you'd ever see. And um, there was a couple guys that were in the line before us, and they wanted to do interviews. And she's like, hey, if you buy a book, I'll do an interview with you. So she sold books to these guys. And then they hung out, and they waited. And then when it was time to do the interview, she's like, oh, I got to go. <laughs> and she takes off. And I've seen her at Exotica's. She's been at she's been to the one in Chicago. I think she was the what the one in New Jersey. She's she's an interesting character, and she always has a lot of security around her, which is uh, I don't really think she needs. Well, much let me ask you. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, no. Go, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. IQ. I thought IQ Me? wanted to say something. I'm listening. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Go, go, go ahead, Don. Go ahead, Don. But Jiggy, my other question. You know, I um, I was friends with Jerry Damiano, the man who did uh, um, Deep Throat. Uh, Deep Throat. Yes. 
um, and you know it was a different world then. But but when you interview these yes. people, what um, you know, you're seeing people that have in fact shown it all, and. As, uh, as as much what? as they can get away with in inside of the quote unquote family hotel there in a no well, well we Vegas. know that but, but, do, but do you um, do you get a feeling about so what impelled them to join the industry a lot of them uh, they join it because of money because there's a lot of money in the porn industry. Uh, there is this guy who is in Chicago by the name of Tadpole. And this guy, on a regular basis, will go shoot in Budapest, in Prague. He'll go to these places, and he's funding it because he's selling this. He's selling videos. And uh, there's a lot of money in the porn industry. But a, a lot of them also, they were either swingers... Or they were uh, in the, you know, that they, they they were they were webcam people or or what have you. So, and who buys no, the it's, content? It's, it's interesting. Is is uh, is is very interesting because there's a wow. Uh, I, I you know the 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 term mark gets overused in uh, pro wrestling. Well, it also gets overused in porn as well. The porn marks and the wrestling marks, they're pretty much the same. Uh, some of these people that go to these conventions, they spend a lot of money. And a lot of them don't quite understand space and... I guess not being as handsy as they should be <laughs> things like this it is it's a different world out there <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know that um, it, uh, at one point Irvington New Jersey this is many this is over now 60 years ago yeah. Irvington New Jersey was the center of the distribution of pornography in the United States Joyzy uh, of all places. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, only because the post office they had uh, they were able to get the, all the packages out through the the Irvington post uh, office. Yeah, uh, I, I want to immodestly say I broke that story as well, but uh, uh, and if it, uh, I even got a citation from the post office from the postal authorities. But anyway, um, I, I've, I've always been curious about that, um, uh, about why people go into it. I don't mean the distributors so much as the performers. And, you know, if, if you meet them outside, you would never know most of them uh, who are in this industry. And one of the things that uh, was brought out to me recently, uh, did you go to the tattoo? to a festival no down your way no but a few years ago when we were at exotica in chicago rosemont illinois uh <laughs> they say chicago but it's rosemont illinois um uh, they had a tattoo convention on one level and on the other level they had the porn convention and i'm like well someone planned this correctly <laughs>
<laughs> well, apparently the two are the two industries are merging somewhat, but the, um, the they also use tattoos to uh, identify which models are with which group. If you see them in the back of their uh, backs, uh, really? Don't ask me. Don't ask me where I learned learned that. <laughs> but trust me on that one. <laughs> but anyway. I, I've, I've I've not met anyone else besides you lately that knows so much about this industry. So it's always good to talk about it. Well, it as long is. As you don't do anything about it. We uh, what what was what was funny, and 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 you you'll probably appreciate this as a as as a as a member of the press. Oh, the way they do these press passes. Okay, so we were trying to get on the red carpet for the ABN awards for the the arrivals and all this stuff and they have a they have a photography section and they have a video section and i was going to do the video section we didn't have a photographer with us we we didn't have bob with us but um you're supposed to fill out a form several weeks in advance online and so we did that and then we showed up on Wednesday, and they didn't have press passes for it yet. So uh, Thursday, the guy's there, and he's like, well, they've printed the list, or they're going to print the list. Uh, I should have it a little bit later. So I come back later. Well, they only printed half the list. <laughs> and so I wasn't on that part of the list. So they said, come back Friday. So I go back Friday. And they're like, well, we don't have uh, the whole list printed yet. <laughs> Come back Saturday. So then during Saturday, I was frequently sending Big Will to the press room to try to try to get things figured out. And finally, uh, about two o'clock when they closed the, the press room, uh, Big Will's like, so, so what are we doing on, on, on these passes? And they said, here's the deal. Uh, we're going to be giving out the press passes at, at the Starbucks downstairs next to the escalator. If you're there at four o'clock, uh, you get your press pass. If you don't, uh, you're screwed. So four o'clock, I show up down there. Now, of course, all these reporters, they bought coffee and they're sitting in there eating, co- you know, eating muffins and coffee and all these things. And I'm like, I'm not spending any money at the Starbucks. I just want my damn press pass. <laughs> and so I'm standing there, and there is this reporter from, um, I don't know where he was from, Sports Illustrated, I don't know, something. And he's like, I want to be able to get, uh, I want to be able to get a, uh, a press pass. And I was like, well, did you, ever, did you fill the form out online? And he's like, no. And I said, I would just hang out. <laughs> we'll see what happens and so they showed up they didn't have a list they just had these envelopes and they said they start looking at people and they're like are you photo or are you video and i'm like i'm video and they're like here you go <laughs> and i go can i get one for my video person yeah sure handed me handed me one they go over to all the, basically they just handed these things out like candy so so the whole thing of getting on the list several months ahead of time it's all bs and so they handed me uh you know two video passes 
Well, then I I get a hold of the. I'm walking with this with this other woman, and she's got this. You're wrist. breaking up, Jiggy. Ah, I'm getting excited. That's what's going on. Uh, this uh, this woman had this wristband, and I said, "Why do you have a wristband?" She had a press pass because she'd gotten on the red carpet. I said, "Why do you have a press pass? What, what do you have the what do you have the the gimmick for?" And she's like, "Well, I I'm doing coverage for my husband's YouTube channel. I bought the VIP package to get in." And I'm like, "Why would you do that?" I'm like, that's like $300 a day or whatever the hell. I said, you know, you can get a press pass just like you did for the red carpet. So then I'm educating her on how to do all this. I'm like, wow, the people that have the money and the people that have the people with the ideas don't have the money and the people with the money don't have any ideas. The two never meet. Absolutely amazing. But uh, as we go, let's start with IQ Al-Rizzoli. IQ, tell us where we find the book and, and everything else, my friend. Well, as usual, you can do it on Amazon, Lifting the Veil, the True Faces of Muhammad and Islam in, in three versions. So, Don... Uh, when is your book coming out? No, is it, uh, when, when I know the, the exact time, I'll tell you the exact title. But, <laughs> but for now, it's the, the National Robotics Education Foundation, the hyphen NREF.org, to us, be digest, uh, www, um, uh, 2SB digest, and hashtag, uh, 2SB digest. What what's exciting is that the, the books are coming out. My uh, the publisher is going to put them out uh, as a trilogy, and that's what, why I can't tell you when exactly and what the title is going to be. But but I'm really excited. It's it's going to come all together. That's awesome. Well, gentlemen, this has been and, fun. And Jimmy, I really enjoy talking to you. And IQ, but IQ, you didn't scare me this weekend. Oh, this I, week. I'm so glad. Next I'm week. So glad. <laughs> I'm so glad. Maybe next week. <laughs> God willing, we'll see you again Thursday. <laughs> I will see you guys next Thursday. Have, have, have yourself a wonderful week. There they go. That's IQL Rizzoli. That is the fantastic Don Mazzella. And uh, we are out of time. And we will see you on the other side. And as they say in Pig Latin which I don't think they say this in Pig Latin, but peace and chicken grease, baby. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.